right, good day to you. My name is Fred Oakman. And as always, with me today is Mr. Jake Peters. We are PS. This is awesome. PlayStation Podcast. And this is episode 202. And this is a show where we share feelings about the current state of PlayStation. But before we get on the show, I want to invite you all to subscribe to our channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash PS. This is awesome. Visit us on Twitter at PS. This is awesome. If you want to make fun of the trophy list on the PSN, you can find me at anchorless underscore 81 and Mr. Jake Peters at jakesaw01. And you can write the show at PS. This is awesome at gmail.com. Most importantly, don't forget to share the, uh, share the show with your friends. Make sure you leave comments, rate the podcast you see fit. And as a reminder, this is a video podcast as well. You can always watch the show and tune into the show if you prefer over at our YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe to that channel as well. And for new and or long-time listeners, we now have a Patreon. You can support our show at a $1 level. It's called the One and Only $1 Club. So head over to www.patreon.com slash PS. This is awesome to become a $1 patron and get your free die-cut vinyl sticker and a shout-out on the show. Jake, it's kind of late today. Uh, this is uh, we're recording this New Year's Eve Friday. The listeners will hear it afterwards. So happy New Year's, everybody! We hope you had a nice time. And uh, how are you doing this evening? I have had the longest fucking day of my life. I well, it. I've had longer days, but I don't know. It's just been a lot of shit. Yeah. I mean, we had animal. First of all, I didn't get home from hockey until after two in the morning last night yep. and then the cat was sick so i was up till like three taking care of the cat and then this morning we were going to report the record the podcast but then i had to take the cat to the vet because it was still sick yeah. and we kind of got all that squared away but then we had to get ready because my in-laws were coming over for our christmas because they were out of town and and we just basically finished that like literally 10 minutes ago so it's Busy. it's been a long day but i mean it's been I, as good as you can get i guess with an emergency vet visit but uh it's been a productive day i'm fucking exhausted though because i didn't yeah. sleep very much last night but and you said the animal's fine a, so far so that's good yeah i mean it's just a matter of getting him to eat is the fucking problem i mean the way that i look at it though is like he's an animal so at some point he's just gonna have to fucking eat or die and sometimes so, that's what they do i hate <laughs> to say it sometimes what they do paul's dog happened to paul's dog penny just quit eating that was it. Yeah. It was over. <laughs> Just like, what the fuck? People do that too, not to get morose on a New Year's Eve or uh, on a on a on the first podcast of 2022, but, you know, people get laid up in the hospital and the docs are like, yeah, they're not, they quit, they quit taking food. And yeah. it's like, like, I don't know, like, if even if like you're not hungry, like, you know that you have to eat, right? So, like, if you're trying to, like, beat death and, like, you think your brain would just be like, yeah, I need to fucking eat something, even though, like, I don't want to. But there's something right. that, that triggers, something switches at some point, like, in, in, in species where they're just like, no, I'm fucking done. It's weird. It's a weird thing. Yeah, I don't know. I hope your cat's This cat's right, a kitten. He's, he's a kitten, though. Aww. So, it's not like he's been beaten down by life. I mean, yeah. he's freaking five months old this is that newer one yeah yeah geez well hopefully they figure something out man yeah i've had a long day too but it's been an enjoyable day woke up did some last minute christmas shopping uh this morning because i'm doing the same stuff except the reverse right so i was at the in-laws on vacation down in north carolina so the last podcast the listeners heard was our, our back catalog podcast and that was a good one i think think we've had a lot of Really, really good titles on that. In fact, LJ wrote in and said that I could play a way out with him. And I was kind of confused. I forgot, I forgot we had recorded that episode, and I get a random message from LJ. He's like, yo, dude, I've got a way out. Let's play it. And I'm like, wow, I really wanted to play this. Like, 
that's like perfect time. He's like, yeah, I mean, I heard it on the show. And I was like, oh, that's right. It was one on my list. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. So hopefully he and I can set up a date to do that. He said he's been playing it with his brother-in-law. It's pretty fun. Um, you know, I, I didn't get the impression that it was amazing or anything from him, but I think he's enjoying it. And uh, so, so I have a way to play that eventually. So thanks for writing in, LJ. Uh, I would love to play a game with you. But yeah, I spent 10 days down in North Carolina. And now the listeners won't be able to see this, but there's this really cool store, Jake, and I sent you some pictures when I was there. It's literally two minutes from where Chelsea's mother lives um, down in Winston-Salem. It's called McKay's. And uh, it's huge. It's a huge store. And they have like – I was looking for Vita games there. And the Vita games are all pretty pricey as expected. They quit making hard copy video games a long time ago. Um, but they did have a really rad arcade section – or uh, Atari section. Sorry, it's late. And uh, I saw this game. And I don't know if you remember these games. And now the, the people watching YouTube will be able to see it. But look what I got. I picked it up. This is Demon Attack. Uh, let me see if I can show this – the other camera. So this is a cool game. They had these really neat, like, iMagic cartridges that were, like, real shiny. This thing was 99 cents. 95 cents at the store. And this was kind of like a Galaga kind of game where you just shot up and down. But... They had a couple different versions of it, and I just love the aesthetic. Like, we were talking about Arc Riders or Arc Raiders and how it looked old school like this. Yeah. So, like, I found another Demon Attack game. This one had, like, the little spaceship on the front. I don't know why they had all the different things. And uh, I found this other iMagic game called uh, Riddle of the Sphinx. And it's, it's like, the same kind of thing. And... You should have bought that fucking E.T. card, 45 man. cents. Yeah, the E.T. was like 10 bucks or something, though. <laughs> had E.T. Yeah, it's, it's a little price, pricey considering, you know, there's probably a yeah. fucking landfill in a desert full of them. But, like, yeah. it's uh, it, it's just a cool piece of gaming It's true. I you know, like, even though it's, even though it's worthless, yeah. like, it's a piece of gaming lore that's kind of cool to have on your shelf. But those cards you got are pretty neat. I love that aesthetic. Yeah, me too. And... And I figured maybe because I do the podcast down in the music studio, I might I might put on put them on the wall, frame them somehow. I'm never going to play them, and apparently they're worthless. You know, the one was forty five cents, the other ones were ninety cents. So I spent like all the total of like three dollars and fifty cents for those, and they're like a piece of like video game history. It's pretty cool. They had a lot of cool stuff in that store, man. Lots of lots of really cool. It was called McKay's. And uh, one other thing, real quick, before we get on with the show, we're going to talk about games we're playing, but. Uh, I, I kind of I put a post up on my Instagram account just saying, you know, it's been a really good year despite coronavirus. You know what I mean? Like like AF Records put that record out or put out the record by the Twerps. You and I have done a lot of concerts. We broke episode 200 with the podcast. The Flood's been playing. Um, I, I bought a 3D printer and making really cool 3D prints. They re-released Hero Quest. I have that. Uh, work's been going okay. So, like, short of, like, the coronavirus, like, you know – family love life things are getting back on the right track so every everything's good man things are looking up we have a patreon we've got subscribers now um not many but we do appreciate the ones we have hopefully we pick up a couple more uh it's been good and and one of the posts that i put was it uh hasbro has upped the fucking gi joe game this past year and i'm gonna show you something it's not opened yet they've got these six inch figures Look at this thing. Do you remember these fucking dudes? Those little android guys, the back guys. Do you remember those guys from back in the day? You have to drop it a little bit. Drop it down a little bit. Uh, sorry, I got two different screens. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. This fucking figure comes with like a different helmet that has battle damage. He has all these different mechanical arms you put on him. He's six inches. This is like the G.I. Joe Classified series. This motherfucker just came out. This is like number 33 in the line. So it's pretty incredible. Uh, you know, they're not cheap. It's like 20 bucks, but... My G.I. Joe collection is getting really out of control. So, 20- Fred, I don't want to hear shit about you being a G.I. Joe collector until you show me a mint-in-box USS flag. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Dude, I, I was looking at them on eBay the other day because I saw an old... You remember, remember the, the commercial for the USS flag? It's like uh, these kids playing with yeah. it, and it's like literally the size of a fucking bed. Yeah, it's enormous. And, and uh, Sorry, I was looking at them on eBay. They're like... Open just the pieces oh, yeah. like two thousand so dollars. Expensive. I'm like, what the fuck? And you can land, like you can land like the airplanes. Like the airplanes were big. Like the back real there. the sky the strikers. Hold, yeah, the, the ones that hold like the what the three and a half inch yeah, figures or quarters, whatever. Yeah, yeah, three and three quarter. God, it's so cool. Like you they can used like to make put fucking like three toys or four like of those that. airplanes on that fucking aircraft carrier, and then it opens so up. cool, yeah, dude. It's so rad. Uh, dude, action! The action figure game used to be so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's like it's still cool. Like the shit's getting more detailed and everything, and it's a little bit more curated towards collectors yeah. and stuff now. But like back then, like there was no holds barred. It was just like like remember like Everyone's the fucking to outdo turtle toys and all the vehicles and like the GI Joe shit and like man. Oh, the mask stuff. Well, here's and, the like, thing: I had this yeah, into what you're saying. Like I had the thought that like everyone who was born in that era that is still into that stuff just becomes a collector, right? But back in that time frame, early '90s, late '80s, I don't think there were many. People in their mid thirties that were collecting toys. That's why that stuff is so no. hard to get a hold of. Like the, the the in the box shit, right? It's like that era has has created a shit ton of collectors of like action figures and of cards and of like even baseball card collecting and stuff. That was huge back then. So it's just really weird. And I thought about that. And I, when I was buying those stupid Atari games, I was like, you know, why do I even want these? Like, I have no use for them. But, like, I guess I like to collect cool shit. But, like, I don't think I would want to collect cool shit if I didn't think that maybe it would be, like, not a thing later. And I, I've lived long enough now to realize that, like, the cool shit isn't always cool. Like, it always goes away. And then they come up with something stupid. So, if you see something cool, grab it. I don't know. It, these, I'm glad Hasbro's doing more shit with G.I. Joe. But, man, I just... Uh, it's just not good games. Fucking hey, do you do know that uh, they are doing a GI Joe game? Um, that oh, here we Wizards go. Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> Wizards of the Coast are are doing a, a triple A GI Joe game. Apparently, triple A. Yeah, that's is what, that in quotes? Yeah, no, no, no. That's what, that's what I would love. To, they, dude, I'll believe it when I see it because they're all fucking shit, and you know it. All the GI Joe games do suck. I, I will vouch for that. <laughs> The only good G.I. Joe game that exists is a G.I. Joe game that was like a modded beat-em-up to have G.I. Joe characters in it. It was like homemade. It's like homemade on some some game creator, and it's actually really awesome. All the other games suck, so don't buy them. But the Wizards of the Coast game, I, I'm actually kind of curious about because they've announced it, and, and Hasbro's dumping a ton of money into the franchise right now. They just had the Snake Eyes movie come out. Mediocre reviews, but it was good. As far as I'm concerned, it's good. But let's quit talking about action figures. Quit talking about our vacations and our holidays. 
We hope that you guys are here with us in 2022. Games we're playing. Uh, while I was away, Jake, I had my Vita with me. I forgot that I had purchased when the, the scare happened, the, the Vita store scare happened. I purchased the Valkyria Chronicles 2 for the PSP, which runs on the Vita. Now, they did shut down the PSP store, but uh, I did manage to pick this up. So it's on my Vita. So while I was away... I did have a cross save of my Darkest Dungeon save, but I didn't uh, play it because I can play Darkest Dungeon on my PS5 or on my computer, but I can only play Valkyria Chronicles 2 on my Vita. So it was was a good time. Um, Got halfway through the game, I think. It's a fine game, and I did do some research. Valkyria 3 was only released on PSP in Japan, so in order for Mm. me to get that game, I have to, like, unregion lock my Vita... But I think it's too late to get it off the store at this point because I think they shut the PSP store off. So I th- oh yeah, I think they that, well they I don't know. You could probably still get it on the Vita though, the Vita store. It's only a PSP think, game. Yeah, but you, I think you could still buy PSP games on the Vita store. Ha- I could be wrong about that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if I'm, I'm wrong go about through. that. I don't, I don't think I'm going to go through. I think it's I think it's literally the PSP store doesn't work anymore. It's possible. Not it's that doesn't mean that there aren't PSP games on the Vita store still. Cuz that was a big thing about Vita is that it played all the PSP games. It was, it was backwards, quote, unquote, backwards compatible, right? Handheld. With the old handheld. So, I don't know. I'll tell you what like I probably talked about it on the show already, but like the only thing that I fucking wanted Whenever that thing happened, where the store kind of said mm-hmm. they were going to shut it down or whatever, was I was like, oh, fuck, I need to get on there. And I really wanted to download uh, to buy the at least the first Dang and Rampa game. Mm. And I went on there, and it's not on the Vita store anymore. For whatever reason, the publisher pulled the Dang and Rampa games off of the Vita store. And they were like, oh, we're going to put it back on. And then they just never did. And then now that the Vita store is closing, they're not putting it back on there. So the only way to play Danganronpa on the Vita now, if you don't already own it, is to have a physical cartridge of it. Oh, God. And they're like $80 on eBay. Yeah, of course they are. So, like, I'm like, okay, well, because that, like, those narrative kind of games like, uh, like Virtue's Last Reward and all that kind of stuff, like... Those are awesome on the Vita. Yeah. Because, like, it's something that I could play on. Like, if I'm on a business trip, I'm on the plane, I could just play that, and I don't have to worry about, like, you know, fucking around and stuff. I can literally just sit there. Like, you remember that game Three-Fourths Home? Yeah, it was I like I played it, but I know what you're talking about. It was like, yeah, it was really like low key, but it was it, the game only took like an hour or two to beat. Mm-hmm. But it was like you're a college kid making your way home from college and like you're in the car and the whole game is like you having phone calls with like your friends and family and all this shit. And but, and it was like a choose your own kind of narrative sort of thing. And I loved it because I played it on the plane when I was on a business trip and it was like perfect. It was like a, you know, like an interactive story. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was hoping that I could get Danganronpa for that because everyone talks about how awesome those games are. But they shut it. They they took it off. So of course. That sucks. I'm not fucking paying That's the way it always goes. Stuff like that. But anyways, Valkyria Chronicles 2. I've played 1 and 4, which are both great games. And they sell a bundle all the time on the PlayStation Store. Four came out most recently, obviously. Two was a PSP game in America, and three was... what The thing that kills me is, like, why can't you just buy all of them? Because apparently if you buy the Japanese version of three, there is voiceover... I guess or something that's American, so it's not it's not it's not localized for the U.S. So because the, the Valkyrie Chronicles two didn't do very well, 
so they only released it in Japan. But it's not localized, but there is some sort of option to have shitty voiceover in the game. Like, I guess somebody... Or it's, like, like directly translated or something. It's so like shitty, but, but who cares? Yeah. Like, if you just want to play the game... I mean, why can't you just buy all four? This is the problem. Or just put it in subtitles. I was telling LJ I mean, about it, and he was just like, yeah, I probably won't ever play any of them if I can't play them all. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. But... I thought Valkyria Chronicles. I only played the that demo for Valkyria yeah. Chronicles Four, That's but rad. I thought it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's a great game, man. You should really get it sometime. Well, they're different, so it's it's uh, the game. The the games that I understand how they work is there's not much carryover between the games. Imagine one really large war, and each game follows its own platoon of characters during that war right. in different locations. So it's, you're kind of having the experience of the same war but in different areas and locations with different characters, different story arcs. So it kind of works. Um, were you playing anything? I did start Mass Effect. Did you start that up yet? No. I I was thinking about starting it up this weekend. I was going to start it this week. I f- so I, since we last recorded... I played Halo. Yeah, you beat, beat Halo. It, right? And I wasn't like I didn't want to jump right into Mass Effect. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of dick around a little bit. And so I was listening to some other podcasts and they're talking about games on Game Pass that are really good. Mm. And so I I think specifically this was uh what the fuck podcast was it? I, I just don't want to make I want to make sure I don't get it wrong. It was uh Well there was the Xbox podcast. Yeah, sure. There was a podcast. <laughs> um and uh uh Defining Duke is what it was. Anyway, uh and they were talking about like recommended games on Game Pass for twenty twenty one and I was like, Okay, well I'll look you know, some of these like there were there were three on the list that I was like, Oh, this actually sounds fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I'm even bringing them up is because they're Available on PlayStation. Okay. Like, they're not... Like, I wanted to pick games that I could talk about on the podcast because I knew you could play them on yeah. PlayStation. I didn't want to pick Xbox exclusive games. So, uh, the three games that I dabbled with recently mm-hmm. were... Uh, so, one of them was called The Forgotten City, mm-hmm. which was originally a mod for Skyrim. But basically, it's a... It's like a it's like a time loop game. Think like uh, 12 minutes or something like that where you're playing like the same sort of scenario over and over again. But the whole idea is that like you wash up on this riverbank and then you end up go falling through this portal in time and you go into this old Roman city and you're in this like ancient Roman city and the whole concept of the city is that the gods for whatever reason have set this golden rule upon the, no one in the city can escape. You're stuck there for life. Yeah. But while you're there, it's a utopia. As long as nobody commits any sins, if somebody commits a sin, everybody in the city is killed. So basically what it is, is you go into the, the city and you are talking to like the magistrate of the town and he tasks you with like, Hey, like help me figure out who is going to commit the sin that kills everybody. 
And then if we can stop them, essentially, I assume I never beat the game, but I assume you win. Otherwise, what happens is that if somebody gets to committing a sin, fucking everybody dies and you have to try all over again. But it's all it's super investigative. Like you go and it's all dialogue trees. You're talking to everybody. You're trying to convince them to tell you things. You're trying to extrapolate information. It's it's almost like a detective game, but it's like you're like a modern guy, like launched back into ancient Rome. Like it's, it's really interesting. And I only played it for maybe a few hours and I, I enjoyed what I played, but it just didn't run very well on the old Xbox one, which is what I don't have the new Xbox. So uh, it just didn't run very well. So I didn't really press my, you know, press it any further than that. Yeah. But it's something that I definitely want to go back to. Um, the other two games, one of them was called, and I don't know if you've you've heard of any of these, Fred, but the the one was called uh, um, Narita Boy. Have you ever heard of this? No. Have you ever heard of the game Sword and Sorcery? Yes. Okay, so I'm pretty sure that Narita Boy is the next game by the guys that did Sword and Sorcery, and. It's like this, this like really wonky, like eight bit style graphics, Mm -hmm. but it's like a platformer and you have like a sword and you're fighting guys and stuff, but it's got some of the most awesome animation that I've ever seen in like an eight bit game. It is really, really cool, but it's like the whole concept is this there's this guy who creates video games and he creates this video game Narita boy. But like, for whatever reason, like part of the video game gets corrupted and it like, like lashes out at the creator and like steals his memories. So like you as the player have to go into the game as Narita boy and try and unlock all of the memories of the creator and try to defeat all of the corrupt code to kind of like salvage this video game that you're like, it's super meta, but like it reminds me of almost something like comic zone or something like that. Yeah. Where like the guy gets sucked into his own comic, you know, which is awesome. Um, But it's super cool. I really enjoyed that. And then the last game that I played was uh, a game called Unsighted, which is almost like a 16-bit Zelda game, but imagine a 16-bit Zelda game that's like sci-fi, and you're playing as an android, so you have like guns and you're you're fighting robots and stuff, but it's very like Zelda-esque in which it's like an isometric kind of top-down-ish like super light RPG elements where you pick up weapons and things like that. And you can like sort of kind of level up your character with like adding sort of attributes to them. That sounds cool. But you're like, yeah, but you're like, you have like a sword and you can cut grass to get through it. Like you can in Zelda. And there's like all these little weird world puzzles for platforming and stuff. Um, And I'm only about probably, maybe an hour into that game and it's really cool too. So all three of these games are gems, I think. And like I said, I mean, this is coming from somebody who hasn't beat them or anything. So please say what I take, what I say with a grain of salt, but if anybody out there sounds interested by the titles that I've mentioned, please look them up because all three of them are on PlayStation. It's the forgotten city, 
Narita Boy, which is I think it's N A R I T A Boy, mm. and then uh, Unsighted, like U N S I G H. The first one again, the Forgotten City. Um, that's the one where you're like you go back into this forgotten ancient Roman city, and it's like all it's it's mostly dialogue, but you do have like you can get weapons and things like that, but it's. It's all about preventing a crime, mm-hmm. essentially, to keep the gods from fucking killing everybody in the town. Man. So I, I think I think there's a there's like a, a deeper layer to it that like tells you what is actually going on. But um, I haven't gotten very far in it. So yeah. And then, like I said, the other two are Narita Boy, which is like an eight bit like platformer, but with super awesome fucking animations. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Unsighted. Yeah, sci-fi Zelda. So, but yeah, but I am I am going to start uh Mass, Mass Effect. Effect within the next day or day or so. But I might actually even start it tomorrow cuz for whatever reason like for me um I really enjoy starting new games on Saturday mornings. Yeah. I don't know what it is, yeah. but like it's a weekend like you and I know like I guess like because of yeah, vacation and stuff, you know, it hasn't really it's not really that big of a deal, but like now it's like okay it's saturday morning i can take my time i can play it i can kind of absorb because there's always that beginning part you know where it's like i've got to get into the you game to learn absorb it. what's going on and the, the time to fire and all that kind of shit so are you enjoying mass effect you said you're like eight hours into it welcome to the ps this is awesome patreon page for those of you that don't know my name is fred oakman And I'm Jake Peters. And we're a PlayStation podcast currently in our 10th year. Our first episode aired in July of 2012, where we discussed and speculated on the arrival of the PS4. Over the years, we've used this podcast to take a break from adulting, share our love of video games, and in particular, PlayStation. The audio podcast is available on all major streaming services, and we have recently made the leap to uploading video content and video podcasting to our YouTube channel, as well as the very occasional Twitter post or live stream. Over the years, we have covered everything from PS3 to PS Vita through the launches of PS4, PSVR, and now PS5. As our audience has grown over the years, we have decided to start this Patreon with the hopes of creating a medium in which we can give you the opportunity to help support our show. And as a test bed, we're starting with a single tier. It's called the one and only $1 Club. So with your support at the $1 level, we're going to mail you a premium vinyl cut sticker and give you a shout out on the podcast. But at this time, unfortunately, we can only ship to the U.S. and Canada. But this is subject to change depending on your interest. So whether you're new to the show or you're a frequent flyer, we are forever thankful for your support and hope you can find it in your little gaming heart to join us in the one and only $1 Club. Until next time, like PlayStation, podcasting, and Patreon, P.S. This is awesome. Eight or nine at this point. Yeah, I... I, I'm really impressed with how good it looks. Really impressed. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen... I've never played the original, but I mean, this game looks great. Um, they, I haven't seen the remaster. Did you... Have you... What's your opinion on the, the driving the fucking Mako around? Because I fucking hate it. It's weird as shit. I've only done it but two I heard, or three times now. But I've heard they made it better. Which is hard to believe the, because the it's still pretty fucking janky. It, it was awful yeah. in the original version of the game. I didn't even so know that was a if, part of the game. 
And then I, 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 I landed on a planet and it shot out like this fucking four wheeler. And I was like, what's yeah. this? And it like turned into like a tank sim. And I was like, what the fuck is this? It is a cool, it, it really it helps build, build what you're doing, right? It, it helps the setting a lot. And like what really the, the vastness of this universe that they're creating. It's good. I like well, it. Well, they, they, uh, it, when we get to Mass Effect 2, and I don't want you to get too far ahead. Are we going to do uh, Patreon uh, stuff for Mass Effect? Or are they going to be regular for everybody? I think that we should do an episode for everybody about Mass Effect, just because the it's first kind one, of a big thing. The Mass Effect but, 2, go to the Patreon. Well, maybe what we can do is just maybe we'll launch the episode early on patreon or something like that that's a good idea um or, or something you know we, we can talk about it, we don't talk it about all the yeah. show. but like well we'll let the listeners know what we're gonna do all right. but uh in mass effect 2 so like in the first game they use the mako to kind of do this passive world building yeah. sort of thing right where they like help you kind of expand the universe and all that stuff in mass effect 2 they kind of make it a little bit easier where it's more of like a shipborne thing where you're like mining planets and stuff cool. and it's way less cumbersome it's more like menus and less like trying to drive this fucking jeep over all over the place shit, yeah yeah like it's really weird. so um my only yeah i'm glad you're i'm glad you're liking it so my far. only gripe is is the i don't even mind doing the character management because you can set it to auto and just auto levels people up and stuff you want but you can assign tributes yourself i don't mind that but I hate, I hate the equipment menus and trying to figure out like what the fuck is even going on. There's no tutorial on how to use the how to use the menu, like the the, the equipment shit and stuff. Like there's no there's no tutorial, and it's just like there there are parts in the game, and I won't get into it too much. But there are parts in the game where I'm just like, where the fuck am I supposed to walk? Like, like you know, it's like okay, go see so and so. It's blah blah blah, and I'm like, okay, if only I can figure out how to navigate to there, because it, if if you pull up the map, from what I can understand, some of these uh, levels that you're in are multi multi story, right? So you have first, second, third floor. You when you're in the map, you don't have the ability to go to another floor to find your waypoint so if you're on the wrong floor no waypoint will show up for like uh your your destination and you can't you can't use waypoints on the map at least i haven't figured out how to trigger specific missions and have that queue a waypoint on the map so it's like really fucking infuriating when i'm trying to like just do one of the missions because I click the mission and then it kind of says you need to go to so and so with the blah 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 blah. But if my if that area isn't on the first floor, I have no no idea what floor I need to go to to get to it because I can't access the other floors in the map. So then I'm like trying to find the elevator and then the elevator takes me to a random location and then the then the, I don't know where I'm at and it's just like it's really a mess. Uh, that's my only issue with it and I'm probably they, an they don't idiot. have. They don't have like a like a no. There's only the a zoom like in change. and a zoom out, hmm. so it's weird. It, it could be done easier, but I suspect like there there is a way to create your own custom waypoints, but you have to know where the fuck you want to go to create it. 
And if you don't understand where the place is that it's telling you to go to, then what's the point of being able to drop a waypoint if, you, if I don't know where to put it on the map? It's weird. Yeah, it's There are it's some weird. main quest icons that will pop up on occasion. And I'm like, oh, sweet, now I know where to go. But it seems that it only happens if I'm on the right floor. <laughs> Otherwise, it just doesn't exist. And I'm like, well, I don't know what to do huh. or where to go. It's weird. It's a little weird. But anyways, hey, we uh, didn't have a lot of news. We've been gone for two weeks. We haven't, but we have. Uh, and we, we haven't had a topical show in a while. And uh, I'm, I borrowed a quiz from Push Square, and I haven't done it yet. And we used to do these quizzes once on the show, and I thought it would be fun. There's, there's uh, PushSquare.com has the quiz of the year 2021, Jake, and we're going to run through it together on the podcast and see how well we do and our listeners can play with us. So we're just going to go through these pretty quick. Uh, because it's going to be New Year's in about 45 minutes in our time, in real world time, in the Matrix. And, uh, you know, we may even have to take quick breaks. So I can run upstairs real quick. Uh, tell my wife happy, uh, happy New Year's. But let's do question number one real quick. This comes courtesy of Push Square. One clever retailer made a scale model of the PS5 to let customers compare its size against other items. What retailer was it? IKEA, Walmart, B and Q or GameStop? Uh, it's a really weird question. I'm going to say B and Q because I don't know why fucking I... Ooh, you know what? I bet it's Ikea. I was going to say I'm Ikea. It's a size furniture. I, yeah. I'm going to go Ikea too. Let's see. Yeah, we got it right, buddy. One for one. All right, question two. Fans helped to raise a lot of money for repairs to a damaged Turai gate on the real island of Tsushima. Approximately how much did the crowdfunding campaign make? 29 million yen, 31 million yen, 25 million yen, or 27 million? They're all so fucking close, 27 million yen. I'm going to go 31, the max. Tsushima is a huge game, and we're talking like... 25. What one do I click on? Pick yours, 31. Nope, it was 27. We're both wrong, so it didn't even matter. <laughs> All right, Electronic Arts acquired Racing Specialist Codemasters this year, but only after outbidding another publisher. What other company wanted Codemasters? 2K. Uh, PlayStation, Xbox, Take-Two, or Embracer Group? Take-Two, take sorry. Take-Two, 2K, same company. Correct. Good job, Jake. Resident Evil Village's Lady Dimitrescu uh, became a vile sensation as fans grew obsessed with her height. Officially, how tall is she? Mm. I'm gonna, uh, we have 10 feet, 2 inches, 9 feet, 6 inches, 8 feet, 10 inches, or 7 feet, 11. I'm going to go 9, 6. That's what's going to be my gut, but I didn't play the game. Correct. Man, we're killing it, dude. I haven't played it yet either. Balin Wonderworld had its share of problems, but an important fix in the day one patch prevented what? An immeasurably, an, an immeasurably embarrassing typo, potentially seizure-inducing flashing images, unintentionally terrifying animations, or an unavoidable gaming game crash bug. I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to say the game crash just because that's the most common, but I guess I was going to say know. a typo, but let's do uh, the game crash. We'll go yours. 
Neither were right. Uh, Seizure-inducing flashing images. That's <laughs> yeah, funny. The game was a pile of shit, from my understanding. Uh, many cast members of The Last of Us HBO adaptation were revealed this year. Who's playing Ellie? Bella Ramsey, Nico Parker, Caitlin Deaver, or Ashley Johnson? I think it's... It's Bella Ramsey? I think, I think so, yeah. Right? Yep, correct. The one from Game of Thrones. Yep. Roughly, how long did it take Sony to backtrack on the closure of the PS3 and Vita PS stores? Uh, three weeks, one week, two weeks, or four weeks? I'm going to say four. Took a while. I was going to say three or four, yeah. You want to go four? Give them a solid month? My gut says three, but you do whatever we'll go you want. Three. We'll go three until you get one wrong when we tie. Three weeks, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> All right. Games don't always launch. Good job, Jake. Games don't always launch in the best shape. Which PS5 title inadvertently left in access to developer shortcuts via keyboard before being patched out? Which PS5 title inadvertently left in access to developer shortcuts via keyboard before patched out? Um, Subnautica Below Zero, Far Cry 6, Chivalry 2, or Returnal? Mm. PS5 title. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna say definitely not Far Cry Six. Uh, my guess is like Chivalry Two. What was the other one? Subnautica, Below Zero, Chivalry Two, Returnal, or Far Cry Six. Could have been. Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing uh, I'd go Chivalry or Subnautica. Probably we'll go Chivalry because you said it. It's Returnal. Wow. Was it Returnal? Interesting. I, re- I remember hearing about this, but I didn't think that it was a first-party game. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know the answer to this one. Sony Pictures Animation is getting into games, collaborating with which PlayStation studio? I'll let you guess, but I know the answer. Sucker Punch, Fire Sprite, Media Molecule, or Pixelopolis? Pix- Pixelopus, sorry. <laughs> Uh, is it? I guess I don't. I don't know this. Is it Fire Spray? Yeah, it's Pixel Opus. Boom, got it right. It is Pixel yep. Opus. Who is that on Hideo Kojima's mouse mat? I, I couldn't even tell you. Uh, it looks like I, I can't see it, so I don't know. Um, well, it's not Norman Reedus. It's not Conan O'Brien. I bet you it's Jeff Keeley. Uh, or Herman Holst. It looks like Jeff Keeley. Do do a can you do a screen can you do a screen share on Zoom? I it might it might I don't know if it'd fuck up the it might it might fuck it up. OBS. That's oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. All right. It. I'm gonna go Jeff Keeley. Ah, fuck it was Herman Holst. Damn it. Yeah. I, I thought I remember hearing this story and when you said Herman Holst that kind of stuck out in my mm. brain, but it was a blurred out picture. Like it's not like clearly the pick the person. Like you can't or else I would have gotten it right. What is the name of this game announced in twenty twenty one? Okay. Uh there's all these PlayStation characters, Jake. Um there's like a couple siphon filter characters. It looks like there's a character from uh Horizon. It looks like there's a plague doctor, a uh, guy with a gun. Is it Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Battle Royale? Tom Clancy's 100? Tom Clancy Waste of Time? Or Tom Clancy's X Defiant? What was the question? Uh, it shows a picture of all these different characters, like a Division character, Splinter Cell character. And it says, what is the name of the game that was announced in 2021? It's a Tom Clancy game. Is it X Defiant? Uh, Ghost Recon Battle Royale, Tom Clancy's 100, 
Or they threw in here as a joke, Tom Clancy's waste of time. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, X Defiant, That's what right? I think it is, yeah. Good job. All right, we're about halfway through. This, <laughs> hopefully listeners enjoy these quizzes. I think they're fun. Uh, we knew about Sony's acquisition of Bluepoint Games long before it was officially announced. Why? Oh, because they put the wrong image on the thing. PlayStation Japan yeah. posted the wrong image on Twitter. PlayStation blog mentioned it in a post by mistake. Bluepoint Games changed its social pages ahead of time, or Jim Ryan blurted it. Um, wrong image on Twitter. Correct. Fast food chain tried and failed to run a competition to win custom DualSense controllers decorated with fries and hamburgers. What chain was it? What? Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, or Taco Bell? Fries and the hamburgers? Probably Wendy's. <laughs> no, I think it's probably Burger King. They've done some PlayStation stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Burger King maybe seems more likely than Wendy's. Burger King, let's know. go for it. No, it's fucking McDonald's. Uh, I didn't know McDonald's was an option. I didn't know. Well, yeah, they were. <laughs> well, usually they don't fail when they do stuff like that, though. Um, Blue Boxes Abandoned was a hot topic this year, and it all came crashing down after months of conspiracy theories and rumors. What were fans speculating the game secretly was? A siren game by Hideo Kojima? A brand new game by Hideo Kojima? A Silent Hill game by Hideo Kojima? Or a condemned game by Hideo Kojima? Silent Hill, right? Can you repeat the question, please? Abandon that that crazy game that had the weird. Yeah. Uh, what were Silent Hill? Yeah, that's what I think of Silent Hill. Yeah, we're right. Good job. A Fall Guys fan was immortalized with an in-game costume after doing what? Eating only beans for dying. A, eating only beans for a year. Spending a year in a homemade Fall Guys outfit. Playing Fall Guys nonstop for a hundred hours, or running a live-action version of Fall Guys. It's got to be playing it for 100 hours nonstop. Playing it for 100 hours nonstop. Who's going to give you a character for pretending to be in the game, like a live version? That's stupid. It's got to be... I mean, you're not going to eat beans for a year. That's stupid. And then you're definitely... Not going to spend a year in a homemade Fall Guys outfit... Like it's not even fit, like it's not even possible. But you could maybe it's stay awake for hundred hours, playing it for hundred hours. Maybe I don't know. I'm gonna go for that. No, he was in an outfit for a full year, a homemade Falls guys Fall guys outfit. That's so stupid. What is Marvel's Midnight Suns? An XCOM-style strategy game, Smash Bros-style multiplayer brawler, an Overwatch-style hero shooter, an Uncharted-style... It's XCOM-style strategy game. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Which God of War Ragnarok character went viral due to their newly revealed physical appearance? Was it Odin, Tyr, Thor, or Angboa? I don't... I think it's Thor. Thor. Boom. Correct, because he was like a little heavier. Marvel Spider-Man 2 is set to feature an iconic villain with Venom. Which Hollywood horror star is taking up the rule? Robert Englund from uh, Freddy Krueger. Nick Castle, who plays Michael Myers. Tony Todd, the Candyman, or Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter? Probably Anthony Hopkins. I have a hard time believing that. If I had to pick one, I'd pick Robert Englund just because... He does uh, or, or Nick Castle... But well, the guy who plays Michael Robert Myers Engel- doesn't even really talk. 
Right, but Robert Robert England has done other shit. Like he's like cameoed in other shows and like let's things pick, like let's that. Let's pick so. Robert. Nope, it's Tony Todd, the Candyman. Mm. Too bad, so sad. Damn it! Can you name which publisher? <laughs> Can you Bandai name- Namco? Fuck this logo! Yeah, Are you looking at it. Yeah, yeah. It's Bandai Namco. It's that shitty. We talked about that on the show. <laughs> Forget about it. Uh, who is this e-football monstrosity meant to be? You guys should... You probably have maybe seen this. I don't know. It looks, like a, it looks like a character from Limbo or something. Look up the push square quiz. This fucking picture Question is Question 20 hilarious. is hilarious. Who's that supposed to be? I don't I, even know. I don't even know football player. Uh, soccer players. Pick, pick a... Pick a uh, oh, David De Gea. All right. Boom. Correct. Good job, Jake. Sony's yeah. next generation PSVR headset was announced in 2021. How many cables will you have to plug in? I'm going to say one. Mm-hmm. Boom. Correct. Jade Raymond founded a new game studio this year and is in partnership with PlayStation. What's the studio called? I believe it's Haven. Haven. Not Heaven. Right. Got it. All right. Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition released in November, but one of the three games is coming separately to PS Now. What? Which one? It's got to be Vice City. Uh, Vice City's the best one. Vice City. They show a picture of San Andreas. Best one. I know San Andreas got on Game Pass, so. Let's go San Andreas. I guess it. GTA 3. What one? What one is it? We're doing pretty well. We only missed like four or five. Uh, oh, come on, man. GTA 3 was the one that kind of, it made its made its biscuits on PlayStation. GTA 3 then? So, yeah. Oh, dude, great guess. You probably clicked it and then said it after you found out the answer. <laughs> a December report claims Sony is on the cusp of announcing a rival service to Xbox Game Pass. What is supposed to codename? It's a Spartacus. Yeah, we just talked about Boom. that. Boom. Correct. Which game engine is Keanu Reeves being rendered here? Unreal 5. Boom. 18 out of 25. It says uh, we are a PlayStation encyclopedia. Done. That's it for our PlayStation quiz of the year. How'd you fare? Ba da ba da ba. Um, thank you, Push Square, for the fun quiz. They always have cool content that was enjoyable. So, good job, Jake. 18 out of 25, that's not bad. And we were close on a couple. Let's get to the news, Jake. Uh, the PlayStation Plus games for January have now been announced, and we get a brand new game on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, although it is available elsewhere right now. The game's called Deep Rock Galactic, made by Ghost Ship Games. There's a new trailer out for it. The game has been out... Um, like I said, for uh, PS4 and PS5, but people are pretty excited about this one. It, it's it's kind of like if you were to take Minecraft, but actually have it be a good shooter, and uh, it's very stylistic. You're like these dwarves, so it's like a it's like a shovel knight, uh, first person Minecraft sh- shooting game. And it's called, is there actually like building in it though? Yeah, Cause yeah, yeah. Because the stuff you mine, I think you can you can use. Because I saw when I watched the trailer for it, it was literally just shooting. It looks like, good. They didn't show any building or anything like that, but it looks acceptable. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're getting Dirt Five, which is kind of exciting. Game's going to be good, and then Persona Five Strikers. Dude, I'm stoked that we're getting that because that's one of those games that like I want to play mm-hmm. because. 
So Persona 5 Strikers is a Musou, which is like Dynasty Warriors and all that kind of shit, that kind of game. Uh, I think of Dragon Quest Heroes. Um, But it's a direct sequel to Persona 5. Yeah. And I love Persona 5, but I don't really care for Musou's all that much. But this allows me to kind of play it to get the story. Try it, yeah. Because I'm interested in the sequel story, but I don't have to fucking pay for it. Yeah. Well, outside of my subscription, right? So I I am actually really pumped that we're getting that. As you should be. So if yeah, if you're if you're a Persona fan, you like Persona Five, and you and you didn't know, Persona Five Strikers is a canonical sequel to Persona Five. So if you're interested in continuing the story, that's what you want to do. However. Uh, it is a Muso. It is not a JRPG. So keep that in mind. Fair enough. And then and not- Dirt Five, the Dirt games are good racing games. Yeah, they're not. There are no slouches. And the dwarf mining shooting Galactic. thing. All that shit. Looks it's a good month. I think uh, it's, it's a great, a great month, month. Actually, yeah, yeah, I agree, hundred percent. But Jake, not entirely video game news, but worthy of a mention. John Madden has passed away, and I think if you are anywhere around your age or my age, uh, at least in your late twenties, you've most probably played a Madden NFL game. And dude, I used to play Madden all the time growing up like when i was younger i loved it loved it yeah i graduated from tecmo bowl to fucking madden and then it was madden non-stop and then um super tecmo bowl yeah i uh i used to play super tecmo bowl a lot mm -hmm. when i was really young and then i got i don't remember it was like it was on the super nintendo it was like madden 95 or something like that i mean it was fucking a long time ago and uh dude madden's Great. I mean, I, I am not personally a football fan, so. But it's like one of those games where, like, when we were younger and it was more about playing with your friends, like, yeah, in the dude. same room and stuff, like, sharing controllers. The, that's when I really got it. I really enjoyed those games, like Madden and <coughs> NHL 94 and stuff like that, because it was like. We're sitting next to each other. This is a thing we're doing. It's less about the fact that we're playing, you know, NCAA football on the original Xbox. Because I don't give a shit about football. I just like playing right. with my cousin right next to me. Or like, you know, NFL Blitz on fucking N64. Like, it was a blast playing couch co-op Madden. But yeah, Madden was, was a version of that sort of play experience for me and i think it's probably the same for you because after that kind of went you know got went away yeah. couch co-op is no longer a early thing. 2000s now it's all online college, right yeah. right and now it's like now that it's all online and you know it's like i don't give a shit about it anymore right <laughs> but uh and now it's like ultimate team and like microtransactions like, yeah I don't give forget a fuck about, about it. it but there's nothing there there's something to be said about John Madden's legacy in video games not to mention his legacy in the sport of football as a coach and a commentator and all that kind of stuff. You know, I I know that like and it's really sad to me some of the fucking social commentary about John Madden after he passed away like about, you know, like I don't know. It's it's just like 
dude, the guy is dead. Like, regardless of, of who, what you think about him as a man, like, he's fucking dead. Like, show a little respect. So, it, it, but I will say, there are some great experiences on Madden. Dude, had I had a blast playing Madden. In college, that was the game. We played, played a lot of Madden. And we played like a lot of uh, I don't know what the hell else we played. We played Madden all the time. It was always like we were duking it out on, on exhibition games in, our, in the college dorm rooms. It was so fun, dude. It was so fun, Madden. I mean, we played. Uh, like I said, I, I like. Did you guys play ever play like NFL Blitz? Because we mm-hmm. we played that a lot too, yeah, which was more. Ar- it was super arcadey, yeah. right? So it was it was like the NBA Jam of fucking football, which is awesome, but. Yeah, NBA Jam was so awesome on Super Nintendo. But uh, yeah, I, Madden was cool. And like now, it's so. It's almost like I think it's like a football so sim things. now. Well, well, yeah. That's that's the thing. Is like I think that's where the divergence happened with me. It was like couch co op, and then every time I've tried to get back into sports games. It's like too complicated now. Yeah. Like I, I loved, like I had, I still have in my living room right now, a cartridge of NHL 94. Yeah. In my opinion, one of the greatest hockey video games of all time. I boot up like NHL 2020 and I'm like, yeah, the graphics are fucking dope, but like you're like stick handling and stuff and shit now. And it's like, it's so complicated. Like I don't have the dexterity to play this fucking game. So many little minute controls. That's like, dude, when I play the show, like leading off and controlling all the different runners at once. And like, that gets tricky. I get it, man. Like I, yeah, I miss simple sports games, but, uh, I don't know. We need to talk about it much longer, but yeah. So anyways, Madden passed away. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Deviation Games, who have a partnership with Sony, um, they've begun working on their first title. They now have a studio of 100-plus employees, and they stated that they want – their goal is to marry storytelling with amazing gameplay. Um, so we wish them well. I don't really remember how Deviation Games came about. or w- They haven't put anything out yet. Um, they're kind of like a, a haven kind of situation, I believe. But this was were they this was on push. Was Square. deviation were, were they the ones that are are going to do a first person shooter? Um, I, if you scroll down a little bit on the notes here, I don't actually. I have X Dev. Uh, I don't have anything about deviation. We don't know what they're doing. We don't know what they're doing, but they're talking about marrying story with gameplay. Anyways, let's move forward a little bit because we got one little last news point, and then we're going to move on to the to a show topic. We're going to talk about the first party studios and games that we might be seeing in 2022, or what we can speculate on, and then we're going to wrap up the show with new games and then sign out for the for the day. But Shuhei Yoshida uh, posted his top indie games of 2021. Now this guy's got incredible tastes. And divergent tastes in games. Sometimes he likes very indie stuff. Sometimes he likes bigger, bigger budget stuff. But he did post some interesting games that I didn't even know that were there. Some I had heard of and thought they looked good, but some I haven't, haven't even heard of. So um, here are some of the games that he handpicked. Uh, and he's kind of a legend in the PlayStation universe. So the first one he picked was Ended, Liddy, uh, End, Ended Lilies 
quiet Ender Lilies. Ender Lilies. Sorry, it's a typo. I was, I was doing these notes on my phone. And that's why I couldn't say it. Ender Lilies, Quietus of Nights. Um, can't remember. That game looks like visually looks fucking awesome. And I've heard it's really good. Yeah. Um, it's like an action RPG kind of, mm-hmm. but like you're you play as like a girl, and but instead of you actually doing the combat yourself, you have like these ghosts that do all the attacks for you. Yeah. Like it's really yeah, I think like you, a Metroidvania. You like uh, bring knights back, I think, from the dead or something. In order to do it, you kind of have to combat them, and then like they kind of like work for you when you bring them back because they're like thankful. Like their spirits and stuff, so you get their moves. Each knights, each of these knights have different moves and stuff, so it's kind of interesting. Another one was Chikaroy, a colorful tale. Uh, another one that he posted, which I actually have on Steam, is Doki Doki Literature, Literature Club. Um, oh, I've heard that's good too. Yeah, it, it starts it, off like a like dating a- sim, but I guess something happens where it gets fucking crazy. It's on a lot of people's favorite game list. Um, it's like a it's like a narrative kind of adventure too, right? Uh, sure. Well, that's how it's that's how it's sold to us. But I think something happens. It's not all it seems, and I don't know when it takes this change. But you can't look into it because it'll get spoiled. Yeah, I hear I hear it. It takes a fucking hard left at some point during the story. But it like starts out as like a high school dating sim. Yeah, it turns out that you're like a serial killer or something. I, I bet I don't know. Um, another one is puzzling places. Which is a photogrammetry puzzler, which I've been looking into photogrammetry because of my 3D printer, which is a cool technology where you take a ton of pictures of something and make it in a 3D space, uh, make a 3D model of it. So it's some sort of 3D puzzling game. Um, Fist, this one was actually on my list because it looked really yeah. cool. It was Forged, awesome. Forged and Shadow Torch. Um, it's an action uh, platformer. You play like this rabbit. It's kind of like a diesel punk, fuel punk art. Um, it looks really good. It's a it's a 2D platformer. It just looks rad. The graphics look fantastic. Hades is on his list, of course. Kena Bridge of Spirits is on his list. Then there's that PSVR game that was a survival game called Song and Smoke. Song in the Smoke. That uh, we talked about on the show a while back. It's so it's a VR survival game like Don't Starve, but it's all uh, in VR. Seems awesome. Um, Jet the Far Shore. That one they advertised for a long time. I think it didn't quite hit expectations, but I think uh, it's probably good. Death's Door. We all know is a good game. I haven't played it, but it's it. Everyone would uh, probably agree who's played it. They like that game. Solar Ash, and then Among Us. So lots of games here that Shuhei's dropping. So there's some for you if you guys are into the indie stuff. They're a little less less expensive on the store. If you want to try something out, those come highly recommended via the legend himself. So I picked that up off of Push Square. He must have tweeted or put something up on the PlayStation blog, and it wouldn't surprise me if he did. But to the topic real quick, Jake. So <clears throat> 2021's behind us. There are only three, four, four sh- games that have really been announced for 2022 that we know we're going to get. Um, it's Horizon Forbidden West, God of War, Ragnarok, Gran Turismo 7, and then Legacy of Thieves, which also we're getting the Uncharted movie. And by the way, the new Uncharted trailer has Sully with a mustache. So it's actually fan. There's a new trailer and it's good. It's, it's good. He's got a mustache. Yeah. I know. I, I, I got a little faith in it. So, what if they digitally added a mustache to Sully for the no, whole movie? Like That'd be fucking that. hilarious. Um, 
he, he like Sully in the in the trailer, like Sully shows up or something. Nathan Drake's like in a situation, and uh, Sully shows up. And you don't see Sully. But Nathan Drake says, "Like, what the hell is that on your lip?" And Sully says, uh, "You're about." Uh, you're about to hit puberty soon. Uh, find out for yourself or something like says like some sort of crack crack like witty joke back at him, you know. And the ton situation was kind of funny. Uh, but outside of that, the the question I have is what because Push Square had a really nice write up on all these PlayStation first party studios and what they know that they're working on. But there's a couple. There's a couple. Uh, it's a really nice list um, to break it all down. But there's a couple that we don't really know what's going on. And I wanted to go through these so we can maybe speculate. And then we'll get to the new games. But so the first thing is, is are, do you, Jake, PSVR 2, are we going to see more of this in 2022? We almost have to, right? I think I think it's supposed to come out in 2022. So I certainly fucking hope so. Well, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. I don't know. I'd like to see PSVR 2 in the first quarter, second quarter. But man, they better mm-hmm. get on it. It'll be the end of the year. Well, I see it. Yeah, yeah that's I what I'm saying. We'll I want to. I want to stay. I imagine we'll. I imagine we'll see it around E3, and then it'll come out at the end of the year. I want to see a state of play all about PSVR two, and then uh, un- uh, Naughty Dog Factions. What what the hell's going on with that? I mean, it probably won't come out in 2022. If they if they, didn't, if they didn't even announce the show anything in 2021. Naughty Dog usually. When you first see something, it's usually three years out from that. <laughs> it's how they operate. Two to three years yeah. out. So I doubt we're going to get factions in 2022, just based on their history. What do you think? I see it coming out this it ha- I mean, it's been fucking two years. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. We'll see, though, I guess. It depends on how big it really is. If it's really that big, then... Yeah, maybe. Sorry. So here's what we know, Jake. We know Polyphony's working on GTA Seven, right? So they're not—they don't have a new game in the pipeline. GTA Seven's coming out. We know Team Asobi is working on a 3D action game. These are the folks with the AstroBot crew. So I mean, it's probably going to be another AstroBot game. I don't know. I hope so. Yeah, Fire Sprite. We have no idea what they're doing. No clue. Gorilla. Working on Horizon. So I wouldn't expect anything else from them. Housemark, we don't know what they're doing, but we had that little teaser on Twitter of that image. So I'm guessing Returnal DLC, right? That's the speculation. Uh, yeah, I would assume so. Okay. All right. London Studio is apparently making a uh, PlayStation 5 game. Is it a PS5 VR game? Is it Blood and Truth 2? Mm, what are they doing? London is Studio? It VR? I, would almost, I would almost guarantee it's probably a VR game. It's God. I don't be. know if it's Blood and Truth 2. Because they have that really nice VR studio set up. What was the original like demo called? Do you remember? The, get, uh, the Heist. The Heist, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I imagine it's probably some kind of VR game. Maybe it is Blood and Truth too, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Media Molecule still uh, chipping away at dreams. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. 
The studio is pretty much dead. Yeah, dude, who fucking knows, man? I would, I, I would love to be surprised with a just random, like, uh, surprise game for Media Molecule. But that'd be kind of cool when I see, like, it. something kind of small or bite sized, like, just like a fucking little platformer or something. Yeah, I mean, they could even make it in Dreams. They'd be like, look, we made this in fucking Dreams, but it's a They're real game. They're doing that, like- though. They're doing little mini things for Dreams, official things. <clears throat> it's crazy. You have to buy Dreams to play it. I know. It's so weird. I don't want to fucking buy Dreams. I want to I buy a game. Make Dreams free. And then have free. to be like, oh, hey, by the way, we made it in Dreams. Yeah, we've recreated the PlayStation Store in Dreams. <laughs> yeah. Um Nixus Studio, uh, they're the they're the kind of the porting studio, so they're probably just porting some of these uh, special Sony games to PC right now. Be my guess, uh, and apparently Push Squares X Dev. Um, there's a lot of speculation that they're probably doing a collaboration with another studio right now. Maybe they're working on the next Uncharted game. Who knows what they're doing? Um, Sony Bend, they are working on a new open world game. That is not Days Gone Two, so who knows? I'd like to. Ah. I'd like to see another space game. Uh, Blue Point are apparently working on a brand new original game. We have Insomniac. We know they've got Spider Man Two and the Wolverine to lock in. Naughty Dog doing factions. Uh, they split up into two teams, so one probably just finished up the Nathan Drake or the Legend whatever thing they just put out. Um, so they're probably going to jump back into factions or they're going to start working on something else. I mean, uh, there were rumors that Night Out were going to do a remake of The Last of Us. It hasn't been confirmed, but man, I fucking hope not. Um, Pixel Lopus are apparently working on a PS5 game in conjunction with Sony Pictures Animation. So if it's in conjunction with it, there was a Sly Cooper movie that was supposed to have been made. They did a lot of trailers. They did some really good CG trailer for it. It never happened. Do you think it's possible that Pixel Lopus is working on a Sly for PS5? Sly Cooper. A game or a movie? Game to to coincide with a movie that Sony Pictures Animation is making. I don't know. I mean, it's... Because it says that they're making a game in conjunction with Sony Pictures Animation. That's what Push Square said. So what Sony Pictures Animation... What would what what would they have outside of Sly? Or like Ratchet? And we just got a Ratchet game. I'm trying to think, like, what would it be? Maybe Sly. Uh, they were making- it could be Sly. It could be Sly Cooper... I don't I know. Mean, what was that fucking Toe Jam rabbit mascot they had? Toro? Jack and Daxter. What are you talking about? Yeah, it, it could be like a fucking Toro game. <laughs> I don't know, that would be stupid. But like, it, it could be a... Um, like, they could make a... They could make a... Astrobot movie or something like that. Mm. Um, dude, they made a fucking emojis movie. I mean, they could make literally they could make anything. anything. All right. All right. Uh, Sony San Diego, uh, probably working on the show 2022. And uh, there are rumors that they're actually helping with the new Uncharted game as well. So I don't, who knows? Who knows what these people are doing? Sony Santa Monica, God of War 2, Ragnarok. We know they're doing that. Sucker Punch, 
surely are working on Ghost of Shima too, I would imagine. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Valkyrie Studios um, are actually helping with Ragnarok. And uh, they have a job listing, apparently, pointing to an unannounced strategy game, which who knows what that would be. So, I don't know. Mm. Interesting what could be coming down the pike. I mean, granted, we know the games we're getting, but I would like to see a couple announcements. I'd like to see something about Dude, they factions. should do. They should do like a... They could do like a Last of Us strategy game. It would be fucking awesome. Like, imagine... Like Wasteland. You know, you, like, you know, like all those... like scenarios to get yourself into where you're like Ellie and you're fucking fighting a bunch of Walker uh, bandits or whatever, right, right, right. you know, or, or walkers or whatever. What but like imagine you're clickers, like sorry. Clickers, right? Well like imagine if you're like a you could have like a squad of fucking, you know survivors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay, well maybe you're like the fireflies or whatever the fuck you are. And you're like, okay, well I get into a scenario where I'm trying to get supplies for the the base or whatever. You do you could XCOM the shit out of that. Yeah, you could. You could. It would be good. Yeah, I got something here. If Sony's not listening, they should be listening. Last of Us turn based strategy game. It would be so good. I mean, you could make it like rated M for mature and everything. Characters permadeath like XCOM. Yeah. Fuck yeah! I mean, why? Or, or dude, you can have like your enemy, your characters like turn into clickers and shit. Oh man, that would be so awesome. Uh, let's not even go over the new games, Jake, because there's not a lot on here, and these are all old ones. It's all garbage. Uh, I hate to say it. <clears throat> there's nothing really on the games that came out that were really awesome. I will say this though, and I sent you a text. There's a game called Baseball that came out on PS4, and I was like, oh shit, a new baseball game, sweet. And did you get the text that I sent you about this? I saw the picture, but I I was with my in-laws, so I didn't look into it. So it's a black and white game. It's picks. It's just like literally looks like stick figures, and they're holding. So it looks like an Atari game. Yeah, basically. and they're holding like these mitts that look like crescent moons. And I I was like, it's ninety nine cents. What the fuck is this? And I started looking at it. You know, how, like if you go to the PlayStation Store. Um, you can uh, look at like different screenshots of the game you're looking at, video clips, trailers, whatever. And uh, one of the one of the screenshots that didn't look like the other ones, which is just like four people on the screen with their mitts out, said the game's lesson is in baseball you need to pay attention to where the ball's going so you can try to catch it. In life. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. But don't forget to take time to pay attention to important things, especially stuff like the signs of Jesus' return to earth. Whether you believe it'll happen or not, are you still paying attention to the signs of our times? And are you being good to the people around you? Check out more about this in First Thessalonians chapter 5 in the Bible. That was the screenshot to advertise this game. And I was like, for baseball? It's called baseball. It's just a bunch of kids. <laughs> and apparently <laughs> apparently, there's a studio called Breakout Studios, and they have another 99-cent game, and it has the exact same fucking kind of message on it. And all these things got released. Um, Zippy the Circle Challenge is, is one. Uh, and I bet you ZJ the Ball Challenge is another. These all came out from the same studio, and they're ninety nine cents a piece. But they're just really pushing. It looks like uh, some sort of religious message, trying to get people to read the That's Bible. Really bizarre. I've never seen. And, and honestly, like I, I 
it doesn't I don't really have a strong opinion about it. I mean like again we we as people get advertised to in so many different ways. Like, you know, how many times do I log into Google and I see some shit that like people are just trying to sell me something? But it's weird to see someone try to sell religion on a game console. It it just struck me like in a weird way. I don't know. I, yeah, the only thing I could think of is like that Jesus simulator that they had not that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> It's just really weird because I looked at this this studio and the game looks like trash. It just looks like straight trash. And it's like, okay, is this even a game or are you just putting this on a game system so that you can get to gamers and convert them? Is that the goal? That's so bizarre. It's so weird. It's so weird. But I saw baseball and I got excited. I was like, oh, sweet, like RBI baseball? And I went and it was like this fucking weird figures looking up at the sky and it was like – Think about life. Think about, you know, Jesus' return to earth. Have you looked at the signs lately in today's world? Go read the Bible. And it's like, what the fuck is this? Is this real? Anyways, it's not even, it's not, like, to be clear, it's not offensive. The, like, our reaction is not a commentary on whether or not you believe no, in, no, no, no. in God or anything like that. It's just like, what the fuck is the messaging of this game? Like, it, it, it's like they're they're just. It's a it's a scam. Like it 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 seems like a scam. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you said it. Like I would much rather weird. than like, literally make a make a fucking religious video game and sell you. Then that. have a game called baseball. How is that? How is there not like uh, some sort of infringement on that? Like doesn't there should be the company it should own literally that be like false advertisement almost. It's really fucking but, weird. I mean, it can't be because I think you go around and just catch a baseball with your little Atari figure. I don't know. Very cool. It's so fucking weird, man. I kind of want to buy it just to see what the fuck it's all about. All right. Hey, anyways, it's about midnight, Jake. We got to sign off. We got to do this fast. It's 11.54 our time, New Year's Eve. I hope you all had a great New Year's. Jake and I are about to go uh, enjoy it ourselves. Um, But what I wanted to do real quick... Um, I wanted to put this band on the show for for a very long time. I finally got a good rip of their music. Uh, They're a small band based out of Victoria, uh, and I I dropped their band name in a new one of my land song to pay respect to them, pay an homage to them. Nobody knows who this band is. Everybody should. They're called M Blanket. Uh, their music isn't for everybody, but I absolutely adore this band. Um, their singer actually passed away in a, in a hit and run. Uh, it took me forever to even figure out that information. This was years and years and years ago. But uh, I just wanted to put their, their music on here. And um, hopefully uh, – I can't even reach them. I don't even know the people. Like I said, they live really far away. They were like literally a garage band that recorded like fucking like nine songs and I just stumbled on it and it's fucking fantastic so if you can check them out check them out they're called M Blanket I'm not even sure what the title of the song is I'm going to put on I think it's called Even the Score uh, their music is really hard to find though so check them out if you want and that being said we will talk to you next episode 20 2000 and what 3 will be the next one this has been episode 202. I've got 2022 on my mind. 2022. 203 will be the next episode. This was episode 202 of PS is Awesome. Thanks again, guys, for tuning in. So, like Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, Life is Strange, True Colors, and Little Devil Inside. P.S. P.S. This is awesome. This is awesome.
Gracias.